Welcome to the Obsidian Fishing Podcast. I'm Zach, and I'm going to go ahead and get started with show number one, where I got started in fishing. So, grew up fishing, freshwater usually. My dad was in the Navy, and we moved around a lot. Then we moved to Florida, and we did some reef fishing, caught some snapper, Barracuda, things like that. He was stationed down in uh, Eglin Air Force Base. He was a JTAC, working with C-130 gunships down there. And he loved fishing and always took us when, you know, he had time. And I used to get so seasick when I was a kid. We had like a 23-foot Ranger, and I would spend half the time in the little center console feeling like dog shit <laughs> throwing up. So... I did not like saltwater fishing as a kid. And then we got out of the Navy. We moved to Idaho. And uh, my one of my ex-girlfriends, I was like in eighth grade. Her dad, she knew I liked fishing. And then her dad did bass fishing tournaments. And she invited me on bass fishing tournament. Fish with him. And like, he had like a 21-foot champion. I ended up catching like five-pound bass a day. And I got second place in the tournament. It was just a big fish tournament because there was just a few boats. So they were just doing the biggest fish, wins a whole pot. Didn't get paid out. But I was like, all right, I kind of like this fishing thing. I wasn't good at riding dirt bikes. I wasn't good at too many sports. I played football, but fishing I like. I really liked. So started working for this guy, Tommy. He had a water bottle plant. He did like five gallon, one gallon small uh little water bottles so my mom would drop me off at his his plant uh, or his business after school i'd bottle water for three or four hours get my check on friday go to sportsman's warehouse spend my entire check on new fishing tackle like a responsible eighth grader and uh <laughs> then me and tommy he had a lake house in northern idaho near Coeur d'Alene, and uh We'd go up there Friday afternoon, and we'd just spend all weekend out on the lake fishing, me and him. Fished a couple tournaments together, um, really got me started in the, the bass fishing tournaments. Um, so I started a junior league, did pretty well, and you know, that I was like the president, really enjoyed it. Got eight or ten kids in the area to do some fishing tournaments, and uh, me and my buddy Seth, we had a canoe and we had two trolling motors and like four batteries on this canoe. It was a flatback canoe and we would uh, fish these tournaments. We were the fastest boat out there because it was only trolling motor only for these kids. So we had two trolling motors. But anyways, did that for a few years and uh, ended up moving away and um, moved to North Carolina. And I was like, we moved to the coast. My dad got a job. This was after 2008. The economy crashed. He would, in Idaho, he was doing like some uh, custom home building and thing like things like that. And he was construction superintendent. Of course, the market dropped out on the homes around 2008. 2009, 2010, moved down to North Carolina. And uh, we were far from the lakes, like three hours from Lake Wiley, Lake Norman, all that kind of stuff. I was pretty bummed out. So I got a job at Dudley's Marina 
and it was on the coast there and all those guys they talked about all these different fish species and me being a bass fisherman i was like man these guys just go out and catch whatever they don't even care they're not like targeted on you know trying to catch a certain species or anything it was just like a completely different language or like i guess culture i guess you could call it and uh so i just kept trying to bass fish whenever i could my parents helped me out you know and drove me three hours on the weekend and i fished tournaments i had a little bass boat my grandpa helped me buy and uh the boat broke down about every time we went out but they, they tried to fix it for me but um i don't know it just kind of the bass fishing faded out and then one day it was i want to say it was a november or december morning somewhere something like it. it was pretty chilly in north carolina and i just got done tying up a sailboat because our marina was right on the intercoastal waterway so these sailboats heading south for the winter would stop stay the night whatever and this guy jeff cronk he ran charters out of the marina it's crystal coast charters i think super cool guy taught me about everything i knew in north carolina him and mike taylor and some other guys, um, but anyways, he was going out, and he was passing by the dock, and he had, I was pretty jealous of him, because he had a 23-foot Ranger Bay boat, brand new, he got, like, a new one, like, every year, because he charter fish it, you know, represent Ranger, and then sell it, and, uh, at the end of the year, he was cruising by, and he goes, come on, let's go fishing, and I was like, I'm at work, he's like, uh, John Wheeler will let you go. And I was like, I don't think you will. And he's like, come on, man, you'll be fine. You're with me. I've known John Wheeler my whole life. He grew up <laughs> in Swansboro, North Carolina. So I was like, all right. And I jumped off the dock. It was like a, it's a, like a pier dock. And it was like a three or four foot jump down onto the boat. Jumped down onto the boat. Ate shit. And he's, I'm like, what are we going to catch? He's like, we're going to go catch a redfish. And I was like okay i never caught any of these inshore you know saltwater fish so get in his boat cruise out of the inlet and he takes me out to the beach the waves are crashing he's like all right hang on because you know we, we got to make sure we keep the, the bow pointed into the waves here and i was like oh my god what is this guy got me into dude like i'm used to fishing on a lake and uh cruising along looking in the back back of these waves looking for a school of redfish i'm not seeing anything and he's like he's like you'll see him you'll see him and we go all the way down one inlet to the next inlet there was like two or three inlets down there out of the uh out of swansboro emerald area we're going south and all of a sudden the back of this wave pops up and it's just red like a school i'd probably say three or four or five hundred redfish and i was like there they are and <laughs> He started laughing. He's like, I know, I, I saw him. And I was like, okay, okay. So uh, he's like, all right, we're going to grab some gulps, throw them on a jig head, and uh, you're just going to cast it, and you're just going to let it sit, work it, you know, jig it, pop it like a shrimp popping off the bottom. Throw it in there, into the school, and I'm popping it, popping it. He's like, dude, this is not bass fishing. Relax. He's like, just let, let it work with the surf. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And uh, I'm like, dude, there they are. They're not eating anything. He's like, I know, they're, they're cold. It was because the, the redfish, they get 
they're super active in the fall and as soon as that water temperature drops below a certain point they kind of just shut off school up and uh he's like all right throw it right there just right in the middle of them and let it sit don't move it nothing I'm like, all right so i throw it in there let it sit 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 and then finally one grabs it and seven foot medium Fenwick HMG spinning rod just gets doubled over and it goes like <laughs> all right <laughs> these redfish are pretty cool so I was fighting him he turned the bow out he's you know pushing the boat out of the waves so we don't get uh capsized in the waves and uh fighting that fish fighting the fish and I could not believe how a seven, eight, nine pound fish fought compared to like, you know, a largemouth bass. And uh, ended up catching them. Nice, I think it was a 28, 29 inch redfish over the slot limit. Slot was 18 to 27 at the time. And uh, ever since then, I was like, all right, I gotta start getting into saltwater fishing. So I started taking my little bass fishing boat out and uh, trying to catch redfish. Ended up getting stuck a whole lot on sandbars and the shallow flats. It was a steep learning curve for me. But I got the hang of it. You know, it's a, at the marina, some of the guys call me a boat whore because I would try to go fishing on everybody, everybody's boat. You know, we had the offshore guys. We had uh, all the inshore guys. And uh, I learned a lot from, like, everybody I went with so that was definitely something you know if you're trying to get into fishing you know like go fishing with a bunch of different people everybody has a different technique and I guarantee you you know people have a boat and they go fishing and they most of them catch fish and it's like if you can take a piece from this guy a piece from that guy and you put it all together all of a sudden you have you know a tackle box and a wider range you know because if you only go with you know yourself or one guy it's like you may not put all the pieces together. So that's what I would recommend is, you know, whenever you have the opportunity to go fishing with somebody else, definitely do it, you know, and see what works for them. But um, anyways, lived in Swansboro for, what was it, like three or four years. I went to community college. My dad was like, all right, you gotta join the Navy, or not the Navy, but the military go to college or you gotta move out. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go to college. Cause I was like making 725 an hour at the marina. It's like, you know, I'll go to college after high school. And I didn't know what I wanted to do with like a college degree. So I met this guy, Jared. He was a uh, mate and he was like a full-time mate. And I was like, dude, that is what I want to do. I want to work on a sport fishing boat that goes to Mexico, does the marlin fishing, tournaments, all that kind of stuff. And I was doing some marlin fishing tournaments with uh, Mike Taylor and this guy, John. He, uh, super nice people. Yeah, Mike worked for John. John had a 36-foot yellowfin. It was a 34 or 36. Center console, that was like his bottom fishing boat. And uh, then he had a... I want to say it was a 60-something Jarrett Bay, and it was a beautiful boat. So whenever I could go along, and I'd always wash the boat at the end of the day, 
So that was kind of like my job. You know, I was the young guy. <laughs> I was climbing around, watching. I was happy to go fishing, you know, and then uh, take care of washing the boat at the end of the day. So those guys didn't have to do it. And um, ended up living in Swansboro, you know, four years. And I ended up hanging out with Jarrett in the evening when I was supposed to be going to community college. And this is like my third semester. I hated community college. And uh, finally, I was like, I just kind of quit going to college. I didn't tell my parents. And um, I was just going to hang out with this guy, Jarrett. He'd show me how to do, you know, spreader bars and how to rig mullet for the umbrella rigs and, you know, different ways to do ballyhoo and all that kind of stuff. I was like, man, I'd rather learn about this stuff, you know, just... And he was kind of networking, trying to get me a job on a boat. But it was, in that community, it's a little tough to uh, to kind of get started, I guess. You know, once you're in it, you're in it. But anyways, trying to get a job on one of those boats. And my report card came back, got mailed to my parents' house. And they found out, like, I just quit going to school and dropped all my classes. My dad was like, all right. You gotta do something here. He's like, you're not gonna go to college. You're gonna start paying your loans back. And you gotta move out, join the military, or get a job. Yeah, something. And uh, I was like, all right. So then I, was, I started thinking about, I was washing boats for this guy, BT. He, and he's like, I started working for him because he said he had, you know, a network of clients um, that he could hook me up with that I could mate for and ended up you know meeting two or three guys and one of them turned out good he was super cool but he uh didn't go fishing a whole lot you know they would pay me but it's like you know go fishing once a week once every other week something like that it just wasn't enough to make it worth it and i was driving all around moorhead city swansboro washing boats in while for seven dollars an hour i was spending like I was making like 140 a week and I was spending like half my money on gas in my little Toyota Tacoma. I was like, dude, this is not working. So I started thinking about joining the Navy. And uh, so that's what I did. Joined the Navy in 14. Or I left for the Navy in 2014. I lived in Virginia Beach for like a year before that. And um, came out here to San Diego. Been out here in San Diego for the last eight, nine years. Got into bluefin tuna fishing, yellow, or excuse me, yellow fin tuna fishing. I'd say that's probably like my favorite. When the yellow fin bite is on in the fall, I love it. Yellowtail, uh, did a little bit of rock fishing, that kind of thing. I do lobster diving. And uh, that's what I'm starting with this podcast is I'm trying to get out of the Navy a couple years, about three years from now. And this is my attempt at doing what I love you know, full-time, got my captain's license, so think about doing a charter fishing, you know, a couple of years, and um, just kind of trying to spread the knowledge, and let you guys know what's worked for me, you know, and uh, do some networking, too, you know, if you just want to talk some fishing, or whatever, shoot me a DM, more than happy to help you guys out, let you know what, you know, works for me, so I'll just be going over, like, you know, techniques and tactics, and then, try to bring some of my knowledge you know we've got the west coast fishing and then you've got the east coast fishing and like merging those two or 
and trying techniques from the East Coast to the West Coast. Um, did do a lot of tuna fishing on the East Coast as well. You know, Mike Taylor and uh, Dustin, we would go up to uh, the Outer Banks and pull rigs for bluefin tuna commercial fishing. Caught some tuna doing that. I had an awesome time. Um, that was the only other time I've been seasick in my life was bluefin tuna fishing. We were we were out fishing off Outer Banks and there was all these sport fishers and we were in that, that yellowfin center console and we would drop down into these wave troughs and the sport fishers around us would just go out of sight. That's how big the waves were. I was like, man, <laughs> this is this is pretty rough. And uh, so anyways, pulled some ballyhoo, caught them doing caught bluefin doing that and then also jigging caught a lot of blackfin tuna a couple yellowfin tuna jigging mostly vertical jigging and that's one thing i've seen the bluefin guys out here the, the flat falls was pretty popular for a year you know and then a lot of guys just drop the jig down and then just crank it back up and i that's like kind of the technique you know i know it works i'm not uh, saying it doesn't, but there's also another technique that we'll be making a video about about jigging and pumping that jig, where it's like those fish are chasing it, chasing it, chasing it, and then as soon as you pump that jig and stop it, they'll smoke it. Um. Anyways, so yeah, just trying to bring you know techniques from the east coast to the west coast and vice versa, and uh, help you guys out. I'm gonna. Go ahead and cap it off for that episode. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I'm on Instagram, Obsidian Fishing, and then also got the podcast going. So, be putting out some content for you guys knots, gear, techniques. Um, this coming year, 2024, I'll be having a friend, or if any of you guys are interested, I'll be going out in San Diego. And looking for somebody to help me kind of like shoot, you know, some footage of, you know, I'll be, I'll have probably a GoPro set up. But, um, anyways, try to put out some badass content for you guys, help you guys, you know, learn some new techniques. And yeah, just put more fish on deck. That's the goal with this podcast. And, networking and the content is to help you guys put more fish on deck so anyways hope you have a good one appreciate you tuning in hit me up on instagram give the show a like follow appreciate it later